It's time for Two Blokes Talking Tech. There is a lot going on in technology, as always. For the latest news and information about technology. It's fantastic to get these speeds on a mobile phone, isn't it? The speeds on this thing are amazing. Two Blokes Talking Tech. Very nice, snappy performance. It's a good phone. Yeah, there's a few pros and cons with this. With Trevor Long from yourtechlife.com. Now, my advice to people who like this kind of service is... And Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. I really like this new service. Gives you that flexibility to hear your music anywhere. Two Blokes Talking Tech. Stephen and Trevor always providing the best advice. Lots to talk about on Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Episode 335. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. Trevor, Trevor Long, that's my name, from EFTM.com. Oh, mate. Already, it's hang day on. one, mate. It's, it's day ri- one of the It's show. written around my neck, thank Christ. <laughs> uh, it's day one, but we've been here for like three or four days. Uh, yeah. There's been press days before. We are at Mobile Congress in Barcelona. Stephen, great to see you, mate. Yes, good to see you too. We're, uh, we've brought the show to, we've been we're in Rome, now we're in Barcelona. People oh, must where love, next? love our lifestyle. Uh, people do love our lifestyle. We love getting tweets about that. Not really. Uh, Ziggy Zaggy, the hashtag, if you've got a question or a feedback on the show. Thanks to the good people at Netgear and Hisense. Now, Stephen, we should set the scene. Uh, Mobile World Congress for our long-term listeners, those who admitted having been with us for seven years. Yes. We had a couple of those. Poor tragics. <laughs> um, you, you would have been through this at least probably three times. I think I've been here four times and, oh, and you skipped one of those. Yeah, yeah. So three times we've done this show together. Um, the show was in Cannes. I thought you were going to say, I, I remember when the, the show was in nappies. No, no. <laughs> I remember the last show, my first MWC, wasn't even called that then, was in was, was the last time it was held in Cannes. And then it came to Barcelona in 06. And I've, I've been coming since then. I only missed a couple in between. History lessons from uh, Stephen yeah, Fennick, yeah, really, the, really good to know. Um, so the point here is it's a massive show, uh, floor space-wise... You know, it's one of, one of the biggest, one of the top three in the world, obviously, yeah. that we go to. Not as big as CES, but yeah. also floor space-wise dominated by networks, you know. The, and we say this every year, it's not really a consumer electronics show. Uh, it's, a, it's an industry show where meetings are going on about 5G. Networks are doing yeah. deals with uh, network providers, Ericsson, Huawei. Uh, the, the, Huawei's the best example, actually. Their consumer electronics stand is, is impressive, phones and tablets and whatnot, but their, their network stand is it's 10 humongous. times yeah. that size. Same thing Nokia. Nokia is the same. Uh, ZTE is another company who also make network. So, yeah, you, you do get a chance to see the full flavour of every company. Like Huawei is a great example, but all, all the other companies too. I think even Samsung has kind of a network stand as well, uh, apart from their their massive uh, device stand. In so, it's Monday here. Um, we've been here for a couple of days. We had, I think, Alcatel Press Event Saturday night, Samsung, LG, ZTA, ZTE, Huawei, Nokia were all yesterday. So, yesterday was kind of press day from a CS perspective. Um, and today is really the first day we've hit the show floor. Uh, it does seem very busy to me. It seems extremely yeah, busy this than year. Last year, yeah, definitely. Day one, always busy at a show. But this year in particular, yeah, I, I, I did notice that myself. There's a lot more, more, lot more bodies here. Although my initial impression is not as much 5G talk as I would have thought. I just I expected yeah. 5G logos everywhere. You know, come come 12 months, I think this will be wall to wall 5G. There is some. There is, it is yeah. present. It was present last year. It's been present a, a, for a, years, a little bit yeah. more this year, but I think uh, it, it is ramping up. All right, so kick it off. Uh, the biggest event, and you're here as a guest of Samsung. That was a massive event last night and a big product announcement. More than 5,000 people in this event, and that, and that was actually at the site. 4,000 staff. I mean, the cheering yeah. was, yeah. <laughs> the dancing men, guys and girls. 
the, uh, the the site where they held it at the old FIRA in Barcelona, that was actually the site of the former the Mobile World Congress years ago. It outgrew it, obviously, and, uh, and now it's here. But uh, that, that was, again, Samsung, they don't do anything by halves. It was quite an event, uh, massive-scale event, but they had a massive product to announce, which was the S9, the S9 Plus, which while not having too much difference in design, there's slight tweaks, so the camera's a little bit different, the fingerprint reader, screen slightly different as well. Basically the same size photo, slightly thicker I've noticed, the S9, I looked at the specs, it's like 0.4 of a millimetre thicker for some reason, but they did deliver on the promise though of that reimagined camera, and we've got the super slow-mo, we've got the AR emojis, we've got the improved low light photography, there's better speakers with uh, Dolby Atmos as well, like the speakers are quite loud, I heard the demo is like 40% louder than the uh, than the S8. So is there, some, like, is there some research saying we like listening to content with speakers on phones because we were talking about it uh, yesterday after we got back from one of the events and it's like most people listening on headphones when they're on the train and stuff on the train for sure but I think when it comes to music I often just put put play it through the, the phone yeah, speakers have you not got a Bluetooth speaker? I do but with, with the quality of the speakers now and the, the S9 is a great example it's going to put the Bluetooth speaker category out of business because the speakers on the device sound fantastic Mate, that is the biggest call you've ever made honestly that's Why rubbish. Would you need a Bluetooth speaker when you can play quite loud and clear and in good quality out of the phone. I it's just no, I don't think it's that good. Well, I, I've heard the S9; it is that good. Even even the iPhone 10 sounds good. The S8 even sounds good when it's playing music. So, if if you, especially when you you know you're in a small room, you just want to hear some background music, then pull out the phone. I think the screen size was a buried lead there because you know the phone's the same size, but they've actually increased, they've decreased that top and bottom bezel to fit been. more screen in. It's slightly bigger. Yeah, I mean slightly, like millimeter bigger, and I think it's still 18.5 by nine compared to last year. Same same difference, but it is slightly bigger. Um, and yeah, so design wise, again, the the, the cameras had had a, the, the main focus. Switch around and, and the fingerprint. I mean, moving the fingerprint yeah, to the that, to that the back sense. is ideal. Although I will say, and I think Samsung need to be bigger than they are at those press conferences. The digs at Apple. Just drop off. No we know you're no better. Notch. No notch. Oh, and we've, we've kept. We've, we've got got the headphone jack. Oh, and we've kept the fingerprint sensor. I mean, mate, just we know that. We know you're better. We know you've got a better product. Fine, good. I, don't, I just think it, I feel. Yeah, yeah no, I feel like it's, it's a, a bit, bit childish. It's a bit tongue in cheek. I just think it's childish. Yeah, a bit tongue in cheek. But I think the point though that they that Samsung wanted to make with this product is the fact that uh, the communication's gone from the ear to the eye, which is. What, what we've come to with this product where you can create your emojis and create your slow-mo videos and it's become the way we communicate. Mate, uh, it, it, that's what we've come, that's what the world's come to. The slow-mo <laughs> video thing is phenomenal and I, I was, I was, I mean, I'm a bit kind of behind the curtain stuff, you know, I saw the Sony stuff last week and they told me that, you know, the slow-mo is now full HD, we'll talk about Sony in a bit. And I went, have you made it easier to use? And they said, no, no, it's the same. <laughs> And then, and then you watch Samsung, and they go, okay, so there's a box on the screen, and when the motion hits, when something goes through that box, it slows down. It's brilliant. It's smart. It's, it's simple. Logical. It's logical. Yeah. And then you can turn the bloody slow motion videos into GIFs. You can add music. You can make them loop. You can do anything with them. They've literally taken that and gone, do you know what? Good job. We're going to smash it. Yeah, it's the same frame rate. So not, that shoots 960 frames. But, Which is uh, 0.2 of a second. What viewed over six seconds. Over six seconds, but and I agree with you. Like the Sony and other companies that have tried this, it was a hit or miss affair. With Sony, with the Samsung product, the S9 having that auto motion detection, nominating where the product, the objects going to be, 
and you, you get it right every time. Yeah, yeah. Really cool feature. I think you're going to see a lot of those shared. The AR emojis. Um, I saw yours. Did it, it, did it get you right, you reckon, or not? I thought it got your... Um, don't take this wrong. I thought it got your nose amazingly chin, right. You've got my dimple on my chin perfect. Because well, you've got quite a square, cosmetically uh, built yeah. nose. <laughs> Man, that's it's not been, natural. It's been, <laughs> that's no, been bashed about and it, fixed, hasn't that, it? Well, it had to be fixed. Admit it, it, yeah, it was yeah. it was mashed potato, mate. Before I fixed it, but uh, yeah, I do have but a broad. Nose. Don't you I think don't it was quite? But on the Anna, oh, well, that's not AR emoji. It was quite. It was quite a square and broad nose. Yeah. I thought it was a bloody perfect it, reflection. The only thing I got wrong, I reckon, were my eyes. In my eyes, and you can't adjust the eyes, unfortunately. My eyes were a bit yeah. small. But um, my eyes felt like I was from a different continent. Yeah, you did look. At, you're saying you looked a bit Asian. Is that what you're saying, mate? <laughs> <laughs> that, that song, Turning Japanese, that might be your song. Okay, yeah, we can move on now. But anyway, so the AR, <laughs> you're an idiot. The AR emojis. Um, oh, look. I'm just trying to look around and see who's yeah, around. Yeah, see who's around. The, the, they didn't actually, I didn't, I didn't realise in the briefing they didn't show us originally, but in the, on the press conference they showed, you know, you can also use the bunny rabbit and stuff. So they've yeah. done an emojis, like, but it's the, like Apple, like Apple um, but it's the AR emoji that's kind of the usable thing because it creates 18 little uh, useful uh, yeah. GIF emojis. I think that will get much more use than Apple's Animojis, just yeah. because it's a human thing. And I don't know, we've talked about this before, you don't, you don't have a Bitmoji, but that's very popular. It's a fun little thing, especially for Snapchat like users. Use yeah, mate, you should. Yeah, um, so to automatically create that is really cool. But, you know, I'm just thinking what, what Apple's probably sitting back and saying, slow-mo, done it, Animojis, done it, low-light photography, done it. Yeah, do I think, don't know. Do think, if what, if what, I was what, Apple, I'd be thinking that's reaction. a bloody good slow mo feature. I think that's yeah. that's outstanding. Yeah, it is. The uh, low light. Let's talk about the low light camera, yeah, right? That, that, that's a, that's if a good if thing. anything, like ignore the AR emojis, ignore the slow mo as a not not heavily used feature. What we test when we we're looking at phones, and what all these people in this room test is, you know, cameras. We take a photo here, take a photo there, mate. The low light performance on that thing looks amazing. Mm. I haven't used it in the real world yet, to be honest, yeah. but. I can't imagine that's not going to be very impressive out in the Absolutely. out in the, in the evenings. We we do take a surprising amount of pictures in low light. When you think about it, you know, we're like uh, whether when we're out at night and things like that. And this the, the test I, I really like the demo they did in our little hands-on demonstration where they had it next to another phone, Google Pixel Two. Yeah, we found out it was the Pixel Two, which was named as having the best smartphone camera in the world, and it was absolute night and day. Almost literally oh, on on the on the low light comparison, they they had the phones aimed into that dark room with the little the picture or whatever is in the background, mm. uh, and wow, the, the the brightness on the Samsung image was was four times better than the Google. So mm. that's going to be, I think, a feature that people are going to really appreciate when uh, when it comes down to it. Um, colours is interesting too because you know it comes out in four colours: a black, a blue, a lilac, purple, and a grey. And you look at it and go, "We're going to get the black and the grey." Australia's not getting the grey. We're, getting the, We're grey. getting the bloody purple. Yeah, well, I was blown I, away uh, by that. I, I interviewed uh, Gary McGregor, who's the head of IT and mobile at Samsung, on my Tech Guide podcast. For those who want to listen to that one, he, yeah, just he, was, to he was telling me that they actually focus group tested that. And it wasn't the S9, but they actually got a group of people and said, what colours do you like on your phones? And they were surprised by the results where the, the lilac purple was one of the most popular, blue as well. Black naturally is going to be a staple, but they, they, they're they not going to bring anything in that the customer doesn't want. And in this case, they want the colours. The colours are going to be very popular. I think that's great news because it should set a trend, a trend that on other devices, you know, Sony has great colours, Nokia has great... Like, just bring the bloody colours in. The, the, 
the telcos are somewhat afraid to do it because it means bringing in more product potentially than they might sell. So it's a risk. There's there's a whole bunch of reasons why it doesn't happen. But I think so, um, Samsung could prove quite successful with the Lilac. I did see, and, and it's on it's on sale now, so you can pre-order it. Uh, all the telcos have got all their plans, and I'm gonna we're both going to put them up on our sites. But I did notice in the Telstra uh, details that they're going to offer all the colours in only the S9 and S9 Plus 64 gig models. So if you want the 256 gig of either the S9 or the S9 Plus, you're only going to get black. So if you you like the 64 gig model, you've got a choice. You want to go big on the memory, you've only got black. Just put in, just get the lilac purple, Stephen, and put an SD uh, micro SD memory card in. No, absolutely. I I think I would use that phone. I'm sorry, what? I would use that coloured phone. It's not too bad. It doesn't look too girly. It doesn't look too, like it's bright pink. It's a subtle colour. Oh, I'm I'm talking to Samsung and making sure that is the device <laughs> that you get. Okay. If that is what you are going to say here well, on the record, choice, it wouldn't be that. But I, if if that was the had to be used, I, I don't think it'd look. It wouldn't look out of place. What take, are you backtracking? Take, no, no, look at him going backwards me, here. Take me out of the equation. It wouldn't oh, no, look. It wouldn't look out of place in the, in a man's hands. A man on Oxford Street, but what are you doing? <laughs> it, it takes a man to be able to wear that sort of colour. You know, I've got shirts that colour. I'm actually, I think I'm wearing a similar sort of colour now, a bit of a lilac colour. So it's not, it's not too effeminate. It's, it's actually a nice colour. So, and according to Samsung, it wasn't just popular with the women. Ziggy zaggy the hashtag, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not sure that that is a man's phone. Okay. Well. Time will tell. All right, well, we welcome your feedback. All the details of Samsung's uh, entire news reveal up at techguide.com.au and eftm.com. Uh, all the latest from uh, Mobile World Congress uh, to be found right there. See the incredible with the latest ULED TVs from Hisense. The all-new Hisense Series 7 is back with features consumers have embraced, including depth of rich colours and detailed picture quality. With Hisense ULED, Australian customers will always have access to the very best in content and picture quality. ULED is a result of internationally patent technology, more than 52 of them, to bring the best out of its remarkable LCD LED TVs. Key features include 4K UHD resolution, HDR, wide colour gamut and local dimming for a viewing experience that will blow your mind. The stylish ULED Series 7 opens up Netflix to 4K, also HDR, and you can view Stan, Freeview Plus and YouTube all built in. Using the Hisense interface, customising your TV viewing habits has never been easier thanks to the ribbon menu. The Hisense 4K ULED Series 7 TVs come in a variety of sizes including 50, 55, 65 and a humongous 75 inches. See one for yourself today at your local electronics retailer, Hisense. See the incredible. Well, um, if you go from Samsung's, we should have said, oh, by the way, $1,199 starting price, so not cheap, those bloody things, yeah, uh, up to $1,499 yeah. for the top end. Yeah. Um, no, that's the same price as the S8. Oh, no, but S8 was that such a lot of money. Um, let's go down the chain, Alcatel, yeah. like $300 or less, three great phones. I'm telling you, this will be their best year. Now, the Alcatel 5, let's start at the top, um, is, I'll be honest, a strange-looking phone because it's, it's heavy on the it's bezel big, at the top. It's got a big forehead. Yes, yeah. yes. Instead of having a big bump, it's got a big forehead. Um, <laughs> and so there's almost no bezel at the bottom, yeah. about a centimetre at the top. The gold, not my choice of colour, if I'm honest. Um, is it only gold or black? No, black it comes in gold and black, but the, I just happened to have looked at the gold one. Yeah. Um, 
but you know, feature-wise, um, it's got a it's got a wide-angle uh, camera on the front for for wide-angle selfies. It's got a fingerprint scanner. It's got face unlock, like yeah. unlocks in half a second, mate. It works just really well. Um, you know, it's a big screen. It's the 18 by 9 resolution. Every single Alcatel phone this year will have an 18 by 9 uh, screen even, resolution. Even the Series 1. So the Series 5, 3, and 1. Yeah. And the $99 Alcatel 1 yeah. will have an 18 by 9 screen. Well, it helps they've got a company like TCL, which is the owns the company. They're going to produce custom displays for Alcatel. Yeah. So there's no none of them sort of going off cap in hand to other display companies. They're going to have a steady supply. So that's a big tick. And, and also what, what we should remind people, what keeps the price of the product down? If they can produce all the components and all the parts, which they do internally, they don't need to go to anyone else. Top to bottom, it's built in, within the company. So that's, that's why you're getting prices like this. You know, go to the bottom of the range. You mentioned the Alcatel One. It's it's a $99 likely phone. Um, it is your kind of uh, prepaid entry-level thing. But again, 89 by 9 screen. Um, I think it's even got the fingerprint scanner. It's got... The one, I don't think the one that's coming to Australia. Right, one it's, it's, it's a cracking little phone with an 18, 18 by 9 screen. But I'm telling you right now, the Alcatel 3V is the standout of the bunch. It will sell like hotcakes because it looks great in blue. It's a really nice finish. It's got the dual lens camera coming to Australia, which allows you to do the, the bokeh effect, you know, the, the yep. portrait mode. Six-inch screen, bigger screen than the five. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And the A3 XL, remember, sold really well this year, and so this is kind of the replacement for that. This is a $199 phone, six-inch screen, fingerprint scanner, facial recognition unlock, um, uh, camera camera features. Uh, the blue's the winner, trust me. Um, we tested the, the portrait mode. It's... You know, it's not Huawei level, like no doubt about it. It's not, it's not, it's not brilliant, but it's friggin' good because what it does is not only the portrait mode, but it also has that uh, Huawei after edit, so you can go back and edit the aperture after the effect. So to have that stuff in a two hundred dollar phone, I reckon for your teenager, for your teenager, mate, you can't complain about it. It's going to be hard to beat, and and with these prices, it's it's a good proposition for anyone who doesn't want to spend over the top on a phone. Then they hop along, get a great deal on a SIM. Ideal for you know someone coming into their first phone, maybe an older user, or even a, a phone for maybe a, a teenager, a yeah, child. I think, I think this is a high school phone. Yeah. To to, to the nth well, degree because trends young, so they're totally a good young brand. And because they also have software well. built in, so they got like a social mode in the camera, which allows you yeah. to take like collages straight away. It allows you to take square photos and share straight to Instagram. Yeah. I mean, it's... And you see your, the camera viewfinder on the top and the, your photos you've already taken on the Very similar to what LG did last year yeah, with yeah. the... Uh, with the what do they call G- it? Social Snap, the yeah. Alcatel. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're really nice. Yeah, they're mate, good they're range. a good quality. Um, oh, it, it feels like they sacked their designer and went new again. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's a <laughs> complete that? rebuild. Yeah. Although the 5, though, it, it does exude that premium feel and it, it, it will absolutely compete against those bigger phones. The, the, I want to see it in... Devices. We're going to go down after this. I want to see it in the, in the other colour. Yeah. Um, the big forehead, though, you reckon that detracts from it? Big forehead, just forehead. especially in the gold because it stands yeah. out so much. It, it, yeah, really it would have been better if that was at the bottom. Correct. They needed a bit of space for the lenses, but the cameras have to be at the top. Yeah. You'd prefer a bigger chin than a big forehead, mate. What would you? I think. Prefer? What I think. What <laughs> I, I I won't make a comment on that, Stephen. Um, <laughs> but what I will say is that what they did was smart by moving the screen all the way down and saying, "Well, we'll cop the we'll cop the forehead, yeah. so that we can show no chin." Like it's I, it, it proves the technology side of things by having no chin down the bottom. The designer probably thought, well, having a smaller uh, a smaller chin rather than a, so putting the, the extra space at the top 
it is easy, easier to use because your hands are at the bottom of the device rather than the top. So you can access the apps and, and your home screen. You know, your home I'm, I'm, I have to muck around with that. I, I would argue it's probably better to have a bit of space at the bottom because, you know, you're trying to type. Split it like but the anyway, Xperia did. Bottom line, it's a very different look. Um, yeah. Proof will be in the pudding. I'm sure, you know, Vodafone and Optus, Optus will be looking at this. <clears throat> My info is Telstra's being, you know, you know, having good conversations with them about something like the middle range. So for them to have that range, and remember, we're talking about every, every Alcatel phone this year is under $300. Every Alcatel phone this year has an 18x9 screen. Um, and trust me, when you see that face unlock, it's great. Fantastic stuff. So all that detail is at uh, techguide.com.au and uh, eftm.com. Well, another big company who had their launch here on day one of the show, they didn't have their press conference until the show actually started, and that is Sony. They've launched their new Xperia XZ2 and XZ2 Compact. Yes. And these, I had a look at these down on the stand, and they are the first 18 by 9 devices that Sony have made. They've got that, yeah. that similar screen shape. Uh, and again, typical Sony, make a great phone, but don't really make a... It's not a. They don't sort of make a big deal of it. Like the first eighty by nine phone should have been a big deal. No, and it's funny because when I sat and looked at it for the very first time, I went, "Oh, it's not eighty by nine. They went, "Yes, it is." I went, "Oh, okay," because it doesn't actually jump out at you as being eighty by nine because it's got. You know why? Because it's got a top and it's got a a forehead and a chin, chin, right? So you can't. I can't believe we're just we're going to say that now all the time. That's that's how it is, mate. That's the chin and the forehead. So it, it, it doesn't jump out at you that way. But look, I love the XZ Premium. Um, it was a good phone, but it was bulky as hell. It was fingerprinty as hell too on the back. Um, and this, what they've done is they've gone for a teardrop kind of curved back, uh, curved edges. It's a completely new design, right? Radical new design for Sony. Um, it's, it's really nice to hold in the hand. The uh, fingerprint sensor is perfectly placed on the back now instead of the side. Yep. Um, they yeah, have they're, give, they're giving in on that one, haven't they? The, uh, yeah, good on them to the give rear, in. The rear button, but uh, as these, oh, I've got the po- fair photos of here, they seem to, well, what we suggested what Alcatel should do, divide the forehead and the chin, yeah. is exactly what Sony have done. Whereas Alcatel have sort of decided not all that space is going to go to the top. Yeah. But here they've sort of proportionally distributed that extra bit of uh, yeah. front panel. But it's really, it's funny, even though the design is radical, it's it's on the inside that they've really amped it up. So, for example, 960 um, frames per second slow-mo, slow-mo. now in HD. Yeah. So you got to remember, Samsung doesn't have that. Samsung's is not in HD. I've seen one of the videos in a different different place, and it, it looks doesn't look that great. Um, the camera records video in 4K HDR. Right now, there's some good demos of that. It's a tough one because I don't think most people are going to use or, or notice that they they need that. But when you yeah. start to zoom in on a 4K content that's been recorded, you start to see the clarity of yeah. of the of the well, picture. Cameras have always been Sony's strength. So how long have they had yeah. 28 megapixel cameras? And I don't know what the strength of the cameras are on these. Are they still up that high, or they they've sort of brought them down and improved them? But they've always been a, a I call a photographer's phone because yeah. the, they've allowed photographers to not only take good quality photos but also get in there and, and manually take take control as well. My, my least favourite feature is the 3D creator has been moved to the selfie camera. Who cares? Yeah, I mean, 3D that, creator is... 3D? Yeah, yeah. No, 3D it. creator is is a fun thing, but I tested the selfie version of it. It goes all right. It works. It does work bloody well, um, like really, really well. But oh, I just I just don't know that it's... um. It's a, it's a desperate quirky little gimmick. It's a quirky gimmick. And, and they're, they're saying you can share your 3D... Uh, profile to Facebook, Facebook. Yeah. so 
My wife would unfriend me if I shared that on Facebook. Well, I, I sent, I just sent that screenshot that it's I just showed you. Unfriend me anyway, but of, uh, I sent that screenshot of myself with that that portion of the three D scan of my wife, and she sent back the emoji with the finger on the chin, sort of wondering what it's all about. Mm-hmm. And I said, no, you, when you see the actual thing, you can rotate it around. Well, why would you send her a static photo and try and explain that to well, you, Jibber? I just was just showing off what I'd seen at the show today. So the other thing, and this is their big thing, is all about feeling the experience, feeling, feeling. the entertainment. Um, they've got this thing called dynamic vibration system and it it it's an extra so you know you've got vibration on your phone right the haptic engine whatever you want to call it so the thing vibrates when you pocket whatever this thing analyzes the sound so musical movies whatever you're watching and creates a vibration through the through the phone like a like a dual shock controller of a playstation okay. it's quite a quite a serious module that's inside it that actually does well, the vibrating no nah, like this is very different very very different i mean it's it's an intense feeling okay. so you're watching i, I watched where, the gym oh, mate why do you have to be like I'm that asking, if you feel it you, you, it's got to be solid in your hands it. you oh, gibber okay. so you're holding the phone you're watching a jumanji trailer which is one of the things they showed us and so the thing is, it works really well, not when the volume's loud, but when it, like when the bass is required. So it's not really a, it's not a bass enhancement. It's just, it's quite, it's, you have to so feel it and see, and understand to understand yeah, it. But this like is their challenge, right? Sort of How the hell am I explaining that? How are they going to sell that as a feature? And frankly, I'm just not sure that many people give a rat. It's like playing Angry Birds on it is a bit, a bit more of a haptic experience. But again, who's calling for that? So that's their challenge is, you know, how in... When someone walks into a mobile phone store to buy a new mobile phone, how many people are actually, you know, playing with that many features to understand what the differences are? You know, like, like uh, I think the, the the goal for a lot of these companies is that they're trying to come up with technology that you don't realise you need until you see it. Whether this is that feature, we don't know. But how many times have you seen? Like, remember the first time you saw multi-touch in 2007 when the iPhone came out, mm. when he just pinched to zoom and you went whoa, and he scrolled up and he went whoa. You said, I've got to have that. This is what the company's going for. So this is not that. But but, but next know, year, but will Samsung introduce something similar next year? Like they did. See, this is the thing. Sony had frame 960 frames per second before a year before Samsung did. But well, Apple have done the same. Apple have introduced stuff after people, and they've just put their little spin on it. Which mm. it, for for a lot of customers, it, it's like, oh, hang on, Apple has done this. It's official. Samsung kind of do the same thing in this instance, where they've they've, they've added the slow mo, and I think was there even slow mo at all on the S8? I must check. Yeah, no, there was slow-mo. It was, regular, it was 240. Regular slow-mo, not super slow-mo. Yeah, 240 yeah, frames okay. per second. Anyway, look, it is a really nice-looking device. That alone is a good reason to consider it you know, up against its feature sets match every other bloody um, Android phone available. Any idea of pricing, though? How, how's no, it well, price? it's going to, you know, my guess, so straight up. Do that over no, my, my, my guess, straight up, it's going to be 1099 for the XZ2. And critically, we haven't mentioned the XZ. The you mentioned it quickly at the start. The XZ2 Compact coming out. Yeah. The only That's differences. So the un- oh, mate, I am. I love it. I really, really like it. No, it doesn't have wireless charging because the XZ2 does have wireless charging. So no wireless charging, no dynamic vibration system. Um, it has a smaller screen, and there's one other thing that's different. I think that maybe yeah. it doesn't have the HDR recording. Five inch on the compact, five point seven on the on the XZ2. Still five inch on the compact. That's pretty generous. It's a good little phone, mate. I'm yeah. telling you. So my guess is, unfortunately, they're going to come in at one oh nine nine and like eight nine nine. Is that official? Or are you guess? No, I'm guessing. Okay. Well, when I say the word guess, what do you think that fucking is? said 899. No, I thought I didn't hear you say estimate before. <laughs> but imagine if they come in at 899. What, the big one? Yeah. No. Just one. I can. I can. 999. No. Well, I'll give you a it, recent It needs to. I'll give you a recent example. 
LG V30. It was still 109. Brilliant, no. Well, they dropped it to 999. Yeah, mate, go to JB Hi-Fi website, it's still a 1099. Yeah. It was a limited thing. Yeah, well. This is the problem, mate. You know, if Sony wants to sell more phones, they need people to go, oh, really? $200 less? Mm, you know, 999, I will consider that. You know, what's that? $10 a month over the life Why of a contract? Why do they do that? Ego? You know, I just think that obviously companies take pride in their product and, and I, I think that they see that they're literally devaluing the product when they reduce the price. Yeah. They think, well, ours is just as good as the S9 and it's going to be priced the same. Well, the only the only so example we can the give is the Huawei Mate 10. If that sells like hotcakes at 899 because that's its price, yeah. then it's proof that a good phone will sell at but a lower price. The Mate price. 10 Pro is over a 1000 bucks. Yeah, but you don't need the Mate 10 Pro. Just the Mate 10's fine. <laughs> yeah, Mate 10's great. It, they still made it and want to sell it. Yeah, but it's a very different phone. Like you don't, you yeah. just, the Mate 10 is all you need to compare it to and I would I would say the Mate 10 is a, is a premium phone just like the XZ2. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. But pricing critical so we want look uh, it's like april it's due globally it'll come to us mm, by june that'd be the feeling anyway two bucks talking tech details of uh, all those products at techguide.com.au and eftm.com we do it thanks to the good people at netgear if you're looking for uh, home security netgear are the leaders in uh, smart home security systems with the wireless 100 percent wire-free arlo system the arlo pro 2 is now available uh, full hd two-way audio rechargeable batteries it's got everything you need and a lot of people who, who've had arlo systems on our recommendation over the years and they're looking at things like the arlo 2 it's a quality product you can see who's at the front door you can talk to the people at the front door uh, you can get full cloud recordings uh, for seven days and you can pay for a premium access to give you even more cloud recordings you can look at notifications at who's at the door and who's who's around the backyard and you can watch those videos either via email on your smartphone or your computer on the arlo app check them out at netgear.com slash arlo now Stephen, nokia was an interesting one for me because you remember last year there was heaps of rumors leading up to in fact it was basically leaked <clears throat> before the event that the nokia 3310 would come out yeah. This year, nothing. No, no rumours. No, no, no leaks. And we went to the event, uh, and first thing they announced was the 8110. Uh, 8110, the Matrix phone. Remember, we, we had a conversation about this, and uh, the, the fact that it appeared in the Matrix made this a collector's item. You, you look on eBay today, original phones like that were selling for thousands of dollars. I know someone's got Working one. condition here, but does yours work? Probably if I charged it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you still got the charge. But it's a two, it'd be a 2G phone, mate. It would never work here. No, but just the sheer the collectability of it, because Keanu Reeves used it in the Matrix. Yeah, mate. Just so you know, up front, I'm charging $1,000 of use to, yeah. for any media appearances of that 8110 phone. Okay. So... <laughs> nope. Uh, the So this is cool, because the 8110 4G, which is what they're calling the 2018 version... It, the banana phone as well, have you heard? Yeah, good luck to them. Um, it's coming in two colours, banana yellow, or banana blue, as he called it on stage accidentally. Um, banana yellow and black. He was actually, he just he was just caught up in the moment. Um, but you know what? It's quite nice. It's 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 a much more sleek design. It's not as cl- not as uh, not as thick as the original eighty one ten, but it's, it's it slides out again. No, not quite running Android. I don't think it's running um, a ties. It's not Tizen. I did hear her say it, but anyway, it's it's got a, the the slide out's beautiful. The keys work well, but it's going to have on it things like Google Maps and Google Assistant and Facebook. Although they weren't on the demo phones we played with yesterday, I'll be honest. Um, Hundred bucks too cheap. No, 79 euros, my guess, 149 Australian. That would be my guess just on a conversion. Convert, 79 euros converts to 100, 123. So I think if you put this at 149. But here's the reason I think it's much better than the 3310. Hotspot. 
So let's say this whole weekend phone thing catches on and you put your SIM card in this for the weekend, you can still have your tablet and hotspot and do your Netflix it's or whatever. A 4G device, eh? Yeah, it's a 4G device and you can hotspot. Like that's the critical thing here. It's uh, it's pretty smart what they did with that. Oh, I like it. It'll just be, it's, it's cult following style, um, either hipsters or people. It's like the Commodore 64. I'm really excited about that coming back. Yes. This for me is, is one of an, an iconic phone that I own. Absolutely right. And uh, yeah, the, the, they've, their comeback has been has been pretty good in 2017 and it continues with other announcements they've got including a device that they're going to compete with against all the big names the Nokia 8 Sirocco which looks terrific. The curved edges on the glass looks a little bit like the, the Galaxy. A lot S7. like a Galaxy. Yeah, yeah, like the Galaxy Edge phones, but uh, 2K display, like they got that their own version of the Infinity display, you can say. Is the fingerprint sensor camera. under the screen? Uh, I didn't actually hear them say that yesterday, but the fingerprint is on the screen, and I'm pretty sure. Remember, there was a leak of that from some other company around the world had done that, but there was no. They didn't mention it. They didn't demo it, but. Yeah, it's maybe, maybe you know what, I haven't seen the back of it. Maybe it's on the back and it's just saying you've got a fingerprint to unlock. Okay, well, uh, that's a pretty stylish-looking device. And Nokia have always been w- well-known for making great devices. The style yeah. of the... So you look at the 6 and the 7 Plus that they've announced as well. Yeah. They're gorgeous, really nice um, flat-edge... Um, plus anodized metal, like yeah, a copper look. One of them is bezel. one of them is white and iron. That is the color combination. Yeah, white and iron, nice. like really cool. It looks cool, now, and I think that's important too because Nokia continuing that legacy of being great quality manufacturers, great design. They use nice materials as well, uh, and the fact they're running Android now is what's really boosting their sales. But even, even we're talking about budget phones earlier. The Nokia One, mm. which is 149 bucks. All these phones are going to come out in May, by the way, 149 bucks running Android. I think that that's going to be possibly a, a very popular first phone for a lot of youngsters as well. And what they did with that is create also the Nokia uh, interchangeable covers, just like yes. the good old days. You can flick a different cover on. So, again, just you know, appeal to that younger demo. 149 bucks, cracking stuff. I look. I don't know that Nokia did that well in Australia in 2017. They did well globally. They sold a lot of phones, 70 million phones or something. But. You know, I don't think they had the cut through in Australia that they would have hoped to on a sales point of view. They had massive they hype well, around still them. Did pretty good. Well, how do we know that? Like, yeah. where are we talking to? Just Nokia? Yeah. I mean, you know. Nokia. How do we know? <laughs> we, we really don't. Yeah. I don't see people using them. Let me put it to you that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, but how many people do you see using Huawei phones every day? Not many. How many people do you see using Sony phones every day? Not many. So, because, and mate, yeah. Apple and Samsung have like yeah, 80% the, of the business, maybe 90%. You know what's the Short and curlies? Yes, they've got a. <laughs> Well, what I was going to say starts with B, but anyway, there. Uh, it, it's it's a it's a very competitive market, and we're we're at a place now where there's a lot of a lot of telcos looking at these other brands. Like I saw big big posters for HTC outside. There's all these brands competing for the the 10% of the market that's up for grabs. Yeah, yeah. So the, a lot of these companies are happy to come third and fourth. And you're like, Huawei is number three officially in the world behind Apple and Samsung. Mm. Samsung, runaway leader, Apple second. Huawei, not far behind. They're gonna, they've got a very ambitious roadmap for this year, which will, I think in a month, they're going to announce the P20 in Paris. So they've got that coming along as, along as well. Plus, you've got all these other, other companies, and we should go through the rest now. We're, well, I mean, that's the thing, right? That's, they're the big announcements we've seen. LG, kind of nothingness. They, it was a V30, the V30S. V30S, which has got the Think, the Think uh, software, which is what they unveiled in mm. CES with their, all their appliances. So this is yet another 
uh, product in the range that can can talk to other devices and has the AI camera. If you or if you already own a V30, you'll be able to get this just the software update, which will it'll bring those features. It won't have the extra memory. I think it's up to 256 gig of memory on board uh, and a slightly faster processor. But you'll get the bulk of those improvements. So that that was kind of an incremental update for them. No, no G7. Remember the G6 no, was a was G5, a, G6, yeah, G5. It was the interchangeable thing. G6 was a return to form of G7. Nothing. Well, so the G6 there's... was their first 18 by 9 No G7, no sign of a G7. And when is that going to come out? We don't know. Huawei have no phone. You mentioned they're going to do that in uh, Paris in later in, in March. But they did announce a, a laptop, which uh, the MateBook X Pro. It's beautiful. Like it's it, nice. it, yeah, it's as, it's as nice as the Dell XPS 13 in terms of the screen. That yeah. bezel screen is amazing. Great sound system. Uh, G GeForce uh, discrete graphics. Intel eighth eight generation Core i7, yep. and a camera built into the function keys. Now, <coughs> it's a great idea. It's a great idea, but you look like an idiot on the camera. Have, did you oh, actually look at yourself? Your yeah, it's looking up your nose, mate. Yeah, it looks terrible. You need to tilt it. You need to do the tilting. <laughs> you need to lift it up. You just need to... It's stupid. <laughs> but they well, said to us, 70% of people don't use the camera anyway. What? Then why have one? Because they can't not... 70% of people don't want them, but you can't ship without one. Okay. I can understand. Yeah. Well, you think about it. We used to be at the top of the screen. So they've taken the... Well, let's call it the forehead again on this one. So they've taken the forehead off there. So it's the, the top half of the lid is just all screen. So there's no room for a camera comes out of the bottom so it's sort of a bit of a view up your nose you may have to sort of tilt the camera upwards or yeah. put it on a couple of phone books or something there's you know netgears here hcc's here they've got five demos a lot of networks here but device wise we pretty much uh, you know there's not going to be any other news come out in uh, in the next few days uh, that we haven't covered here already um Net netgear are going to announce their two gigabit uh, yeah. hotspot the m1 or m2 whatever they're going to call it so we'll have a look at that during during the week as well we uh, and hopefully maybe get a demo of it as well so two gigabits per second so double what the the m1 which was released was that a year ago already yeah which if you're even in the city of sydney you still can't get those speeds so i don't understand that's my only concern about telstra's roadmap is mate you know you announce things you got to actually roll them out yeah fair enough but netgear got a modem a mobile broadband modem that can get you that speed if you happen to live under a tower with that sort yeah. of speed <laughs> if all the right conditions are met um so a busy couple of days ahead Stephen. you fly back on wednesday night um and, um, yeah, another Mobile Congress back? in the hands. Uh, we don't leave until Friday night. Okay, good on you, mate. Well, it's things uh, to do, people Interesting show. This is, uh, it's, it's a lot more manageable than CES. It's not quite as crazy as CES. I think it's about probably, I don't think, even a third of the size of CES. Yeah, no, but that also counts to just the number of actual consumer electronics companies that are here. Like, if it's you, deep depends on your beat, right? If, yeah. you, if you're a network... Yeah. You know, if you Enterprise. were writing about um, you know mobile network towers, yeah. you'd be busy every five minutes. Absolutely, yeah. But it is a very you'd be boring show. too. Yeah. <laughs> you don't read those sorts of stories, mate. You don't no. run them on EFTM. No, no. Okay, no, I don't run them on Tech either. All right, two blokes talking tech, episode three three five. Thanks to the good people at Netgear and Hisense. Stephen, enjoy the show. Uh, talk to you next week. We'll see you then. Back in Australia. Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long. 